Today is Thursday, December 1st, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spalding. On today's episode, amid local allegations of fraud, Northern Kentucky general election results won't be part of random audit. The sweetest gift for one Fort Mitchell family, foster parents get closer to finalizing adoption. And former Bellevue police officer taking Dayton mayor and police chief to court. The Link Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CBG Airport. CBG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years. And to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long Travel Dreams sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CBG's many airline partners to help make their Travel Dreams come true. You can learn more about CBG's 50-plus nonstop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cbgairport.com cbg75. Amid local allegations of fraud, Northern Kentucky general election results won't be part of random audit, reported on by Mark Payne. None of the counties whose general election results are scheduled to be audited are in Northern Kentucky, according to Attorney General Daniel Cameron. While some Northern Kentucky candidates and others around the state alleged voter fraud, the audits are conducted randomly each election season and are not done as a result of suspected fraud. The audits will occur in Jefferson, Webster, Shelby, Rowan, Oldham, Laurel, LaRue, Owen, Anderson, Christian, Davies, and Breathitt counties. The AG's Department of Criminal Investigations will conduct the audits. Our office is committed to protecting the integrity of our elections by conducting post-election audits, Cameron said. I am thankful to our Department of Criminal Investigations, the county clerks, and their staff for working together to perform these audits to ensure Kentucky's elections remain free and fair. The audits come as false allegations of election fraud swept the nation after the 2020 election when former President Donald Trump falsely stated that President Joe Biden stole the election. In Northern Kentucky, Jessica Neal, the second-place finisher in the 24th Senate District race, requested a recount. Neal further appealed a decision that certified the race in favor of Shelley Funk Frohmeyer after a recount found that the vote tally didn't change. Frohmeyer went on to win the general election against Democrat Renee Heinrich. Neal, a member of the Campbell County Republican Party's Election Integrity Committee, has pushed conspiracy theories about elections in Kentucky and their potential for fraud. It was a pretty close race, and I firmly believe in making sure we have secure elections, Neal said in May, on her reasoning for a recount. Secretary of State Michael G. Adams, also a Republican, called Neal's efforts frivolous. The newly expanded ability of the Attorney General's office came from Senate Bill 216, which allows the office to audit not fewer than 5% of Kentucky's counties to not fewer than 12 counties. In the spring, 12 other counties were selected to receive primary election audits. Nichols, Monroe, Graves, Metcalf, Jackson, Hopkins, Pendleton, Boyd, Madison, Powell, Rock Castle, and Grayson counties. The post-election audits conducted by DCI in each of these counties did not uncover any criminal conduct. The sweetest gift for one Fort Mitchell family. Foster parents get closer to finalizing adoption. Reported on by Link NKY staff. 
Jimmy and Lauren Shepard have been foster parents to Taylan since age five, when she came to them after a troubled start through the foster program at DCCH Center for Children and Families. The Shepherds initially thought they would simply be a foster placement home and that Taylan would eventually return to her birth parents, but that never happened. Initially, Taylan spent weekends with her birth father with the hope she would return to her birth parents when the time was right. It was during one of those visits that Taylan's birth father told the Shepherds he hoped they would adopt Taylan should he be unable to get full custody of his daughter back. Then the court made the heartbreaking decision for them. While it was a blow to the hopes of a reunion between daughter and birth father, the decision was in young Talon's best interest, according to the court system. She settled into her new future with a growing Shepherd family. In December, she became big sister to twins. With a passion for music, she's learning how to play the trumpet, singing, and exploring art. Talon's foster family can provide her with ample opportunities that otherwise would not be available to her, and that same fact goes for the 114,000 children in the U.S. awaiting their forever families. If you are thinking about fostering or adopting, Jimmy offers this advice. Some people think they can't foster because it would be too hard to say goodbye, he said. However, this is who the child needs, someone who loves them so much that the goodbyes are hard. Former Bellevue police officer taking Dayton mayor and police chief to court, reported on by Haley Parnell. A former Bellevue police officer is suing Dayton's mayor and police chief because of a letter the two sent to the former officer's employer banning him from the Dayton City Building and the Dayton Police Department. Mark Chapman, the former officer, filed a complaint for slander, libel, and defamation because he said the letter sent to his employer and the city by Dayton Mayor Ben Baker and Dayton Police Chief David Halfull contained false allegations against him. Chapman claims the letter came after a 2018 incident involving his rifle being left unattended during a response call to a Dayton residence. However, Halfhill and Baker deny the letter had anything to do with that incident. In his deposition, Halfhill said he sent the letter, which banned Chapman from the Dayton City Building and the Dayton Police Department because he was losing officers and, as a person in a leadership role, felt he was being knocked down. I was protecting the city of Dayton, protecting my officers, protecting the safety of the citizens of Dayton because I felt like I wasn't being heard with my complaints, Halfhill said in his deposition. The complaint was filed on May 20, 2021, and also names the Dayton Police Department and the City of Dayton, along with Halfhill and Baker. Chapman's complaint states the letter caused a severe injury to his reputation in the community and with potential employers. Chapman is seeking compensatory and punitive damages. According to Chapman's counsel, in a November 9th response to the defendant's motion for summary judgment filed in the Campbell County Circuit Court, the letter was sent by Halfhill and Baker on January 15, 2021, years after the January 24, 2018 incident, to harass and belittle him. Halfhill and Baker denied the letter had anything to do with the 2018 incident. In a November 15th reply to that response, the counsel for Halfhill and Baker said, There is no merit to Chapman's assertion that January 15th, 2021, the letter had any connection to the January 24th, 2018 event. The 2018 incident involved both Dayton and Bellevue police responding to a Dayton residence after a drunk man had attacked his father in his father's home and then fired a gun into the air. 
During negotiations with the drunk man, Chapman handed his gun off to Dayton police officer Brent Lockman. Lockman was then waved over to the suspect's home during the negotiation and placed Chapman's rifle on the ground, leaning it against a car where it was unattended for several minutes. Halfhill's complaints in his deposition include Chapman making infidelity accusations regarding Halfhill's marriage, Chapman encouraging officers to leave the Dayton Police Department, and causing personnel turnover within the Dayton Police Department by making false allegations about prearrangement of Halfhill's hiring as chief. The defendants asked for a summary judgment on October 25th of this year. A summary judgment can be filed by a party that believes the undisputed facts rule in their favor. If the facts are not disputed, there is no need for a trial. A trial's purpose is to have a judge or jury decide what the facts are. In August, a court granted summary judgment to the defendants for all but two of Chapman's statements. The court ruled there was a question in the defendant's statement that Chapman was encouraging officers to leave the Dayton Police Department and had caused personnel turnover within the Dayton Police Department by making a false report of prearrangement. A jury trial is set for February 6, 2023. And those are the headlines we are following for Thursday, December 1, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is published Monday through Friday and can be heard on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have a comment about the podcast or know a story you think we should cover? Email me, mspalding, at linknky.com. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com. <laughs>